You're listening to DraftKings Network. Better be swinging nuts and dick if you want me to watch the game. You feel me? Because this is what y'all sound like. I need bro. I need that shit to be thick and veiny before I'm willing to roof you. You want me to buy your shirt and I don't know if you got it like that, bro. It's the cool again, stupid. Can I just call out Tom Segura on something real quick? Whoa, the bilingual king, Tom Segura? Okay. Uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, he's a, he's a peruano, half Peruvian. Right. Uh, apparently, there was a portion of his interview uh, on, the late, on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert that did not air. So he talked about it. And Stephen Colbert asked him, what is the ranking of Latin Americans? The ranking. Right. The ranking. The power ranking. So he said Argentinians first. Close your ears, SKC. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me? Okay. He said, then it goes down from there. He <laughs> said, we don't consider Brazilians because they speak Portuguese, which a lot of people will co-sign. Yeah. They don't consider them as Latin American. They're definitely South American, but they didn't ask about South America. Yeah, well, they, they are Latin American. They're not they're Hispanic. Sure. But we're not, they don't, you know, when we, when we list Latin yeah, American what, countries, right. we typically Brazil's, forget Brazil. Yeah. Even though Brazil's the vibes, shouts to Brazil. He said, once you get to Central America, and look, I do look comedian, right? We're getting jokes, but here's what I got a problem with. All right. He said, the Caribbean, they're the bottom. What? He said they're the hillbillies <laughs> of Latin America. Y'all would have no sauce if it wasn't for us. We mean salsa, of okay. course. <laughs> what would y'all be doing? What would y'all be doing? <laughs> Tap dancing if it wasn't for us? Y'all would have no music if it wasn't for us. Y'all would have no vibes if it wasn't for us. And not one of y'all could hit a home run. <laughs> Done. I mean, straight up facts. Um, bro. All right. The Caribbean, we're not the hillbillies, bro. We're the sauciest ones, bro. <laughs> Look, there's... there's uh... Who got more sauce than us? <laughs> I, 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 Think I, about it. Um, above Caribbeans? No, nah, nobody has more zero. Sauce. Nobody has more. It's sauce. zero. It's legitimately I mean, a zero. I mean, the closest that we can, can get is probably Mexican. Mexican, Mexican. is like there's a debate Here's where they to lose be had. points. Here's where they lose points, though. And look, I, I, yo, for all my Mexicanos out there, I love y'all. Love Mexico. Here's where they lose points: accordion and fringe. You feel me? <laughs> you lose points when you bring out the fringe. <laughs> And the accordions, fam. I don't care how popping you made it. Bro, I don't You know when that shit came up on Sabado Gigante, we all got up to make a sandwich, bro. Bro, I don't I don't look, I am sorry you got colonized by the Polish. <laughs> bro, I don't know why. Wow awkward. <laughs> what happened? What boat landed? <laughs> it is where it comes from. It's polka music. Right, right. I know. That's why I said it. Yeah. Is <laughs> what well, it's weird, okay? <laughs> okay, look. So when it comes to swag sauce, uh, the the Caribbean Latino, I mean, overwhelming. Uh, we're we're going to have to we're going to have to stand for our peoples, 100%. Right? <laughs> Where would we list Half white Peruvians on the list <laughs> of acceptable voices in the Latin community. D David Morales just said, did I just join a MAGA live stream? <laughs> <laughs> You're here on the right day at the right time. You found, you found your community. Uh, Bro. SKC Fan TV said, Tom is wild now. Yo, Tom, crazy. No, but, oh, hilarious comic. Tom's Very crazy. funny yeah, comic. Yeah, super funny. Knows nothing about our culture. <laughs> Very funny comic. Uh, he, he does one. He does. Um, th does he have 
a Netflix special in Spanish, or he just does stand up? No, in I Spanish? just think he's done stand up in Spanish. I don't think he has a Netflix special. Right, in Spanish. right. He also does a, his podcast in Spanish. I don't know if he still does, but he. It, I think he stopped doing that. It was like Tom in Espanol or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was also really entertaining, really, uh, really dope. I mean, look, it, it takes a lot of uh, to be that versatile. Mm. Okay. It's impressive. If I had a podcast in Spanish, it'd be seven minutes. It would be me on the phone with you saying, hey, how do you say press this button again? <laughs> no, we can get by. Uh, what just, is it, like disponible? Something. There's a word they use that I'm like, ain't nobody using this word, bro. <laughs> we say, aprieta el botón. <laughs> Alexis. Yeah, his vocabulary ain't too strong. It's all good. You know uh, what? What I just said might lend some credence to what Tom Segura <laughs> said before. Good uh, luck cutting this one up, Jamie. <laughs> what's good, everybody? Uh, shouts uh, to uh, shout to you for joining us on today's show. We're excited uh, as always, uh, and shouts to OSNYC for welcoming us again. Uh, I mean, you can see <laughs> we, we should have warned them before, but you can see the owner in the shot now. Uh, <laughs> he's he's running the place, doing his work. Uh, he's so good at it. He's not even hearing us, bro. <laughs> no, but OSNYC, the dopest gaming space here in New York City. If you are uh, want to hang out, uh, have some drinks, play some uh, play some video games, play some, or, or you can live stream from what the, you want to do the lime the, the the live stream cube, bro. How about you just want to come here and have a dope cocktail? How about that? Okay, yeah. Yeah, wow, who's, who's telling you you can't have dope cocktails? Bro, there's video games here. You ain't got to go get all in there, bro. You can just come and have a you nice know, little cocktail, to... listen to the boo boo and the bing boom and the bing bing bing. You know what I mean? Oh, Alexis is still playing Galaga. <laughs> you know, all the popular video you know, games. Uh, you know, Frogger, the kids love Frogger nowadays. It's all sounds made with an 85 year old keyboard. You come watch that. Uh, but no, seriously, it's one of the dopest spaces here in, in New York. If you want to, uh, yeah, play some games, uh, have some drinks, uh, go on a date. OSNYC is the spot for you. That's okay. right. And if you want to come here, just ask somebody, yo, where's the Manhattan Bridge? And then when you get to the Manhattan Bridge, swing a 180. And there it is. We're right here. We can see the Manhattan Bridge right here. Remember that time we saw the guy with the with the duck hat or whatever he was wearing, the helmet, right? Mm-hmm. right? And then we saw a dude just walking on bridge. You're not allowed right? to do that. The, these arches, I, I I was watching one of Tom Delgado's videos, and I think it was uh, the arches, are, they're like, they mimic a uh, the French Arc de Triomphe? I think so. I believe it's this one. We have three or four arcs. Yeah, yeah. We're not arches. I mean, look, uh, New York really bit the style of a lot of older cities. You know what I no, mean? No, you know what we did is we co-signed what they did by doing it as well. <laughs> right, right, right. We right. say, yo, in fact, we we gave, we give you a check. We validate what you did <laughs> by, by doing it here. Oh. And then once it's here, we say, yo, now it's valid. Right, right, right. I mean, those the, the, the French arcs are like from, you know, they're like... They tried something. They're six, seven hundred years old. <laughs> Ours are like 40, bro. Bro. Right? Still, Ours are fresh. They got the new arc smell. Right? They, they, right? <laughs> But do not smell the arcs, bro. <laughs> I promise you. It's not a good vibe, you know? Uh, but no, we're excited. Uh, well, your papa. That's right, SKC fans. TV shouts to everyone. Oprime el botón. Thank you, Paolo Nelson. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody opriming nothing, bro. <laughs> Aprieta el botón. <laughs> we're just saying squeeze the button. Yeah, yeah but still. <laughs> you're squeezing it into the machine, bro, which doesn't make sense since it's all smartphones. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, Does your mother do this? My mother will. We'll get the soccer. Act, yeah, I, promise. I promise you. Does your the mother do this? Euros Does your mother leave leave the it. leave the cell phone in a different room? 
did my mother leave? Does she do this? Like charge the phone in a different room and then go about her business so oh, that you yeah. can't reach out to her? No, I don't know. But no, she. How do you how do you call your mom? I call. I just call her on a. Well, see, she just so we just moved the landline to her cell phone. So now we got rid of the landline, and now the 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 old landline number is just her cell phone. Okay, but, but for years it was it was landline. You had landline and cell phone. Yeah, my mother does this. She'll put the phone to charge in her bedroom mm-hmm. and go about her business. Right. And then maybe my aunt or something will be on the on the landline, and apparently call waiting is too expensive. <laughs> I think it might be seventy five cents a year. <laughs> it's too expensive. You can't add it to the budget. There's no, <laughs> we don't have it. So my mother did this. She texts me, "Call me as soon as you can in Spanish. Plug the phone in to charge. Left the phone. Right. Left the phone. His message will get to me somehow. <laughs> so I immediately call her cell phone." voicemail voicemail I said she must be charging the phone why would you text me from that phone if you're going to be charging so I said I'll call the house number busy tone I said well if there's an emergency (laughs) you're screwed I hope you're handling it on your own ma it was nice knowing you Daisy I I can't (laughs) Remember the last time I heard a busy signal? I, dude, it's it's jarring. <laughs> it's so- I, I thought I made a mistake. I thought I called the wrong number. <laughs> Did I call some government office? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Am I on the phone with Blackwater right now, dude? <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Well, you know, look, she doesn't. You look, you know, she 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 has to limit her interaction with you because she knows what 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 cost that comes with. You know yeah. what I mean? But why would you text me? You'll call me right away and then walk away from that phone. <laughs> that shit don't make no sense, ma. <laughs> All right, everybody. What is good? I hope your moms are calling you hey, or uh, be respectful. You know, bro. whatever. Tell uh, your moms to stop calling us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, I'm sorry you had to hear it this way. <laughs> it's about time, bro. <laughs> uh, We're both married now. <laughs> No longer can I just forward the call to Christian. <laughs> you know, it was a it was a tough business for a long time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. We're the Cooligans. We're funny. We talk about soccer. And hello to the Dan Levitard fans. Hello, the Meadowlark. Meet the Meadowlark fam. Let's go. Easy Cooligans, buddy. That is right, Poppy. <laughs> Thank you so much for welcoming us. As always, uh, this is a, a, an exciting uh, weekend of footy uh this oh it's it's gonna be a big one because it's the first of all you're talking about the last weekend or the, or the next weekend uh, no this weekend that the last weekend that just passed yeah oh it was incredible it was incredible right? Shout, look at it it came home huh uh, that's it we gotta we gotta give uh props when props are due the english women have done it. They've won the Euros. They, they did what the men refused to they, do. They, they were like, no, we want to consistently underachieve. What if we lost to a team that doesn't qualify for the World <laughs> Cup two years in a row? What if we did that? No, look at this, man. Uh, the the England women win the Euros. Uh, uh, an impressive tournament. Yeah, in, in big, big fashion, too. That's, that's right. I mean, they got a little uh, scary there. Uh, for You know, the, uh, Germany scored in the, what, the 80th minute, 79th mm-hmm. minute. And, uh, and I've got Germany got a got a great squad. They got uh, that Ingrid Engine who plays for Barca mm-hmm. was uh, Oberdorf. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I don't know how to say it. She's also incredible. Great, great players. But the English ladies were like, "What if we? Yeah, this is. What if we just won real quick? Do you think? That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no. That, Especially I mean, since the largest uh, attendance for a final in England, right? And in it, its history, and also Germany has never lost in uh, the the German women have not never lost in. in 
in uh, Euro final. That's because they don't play the Americans, bro. bro. <laughs> I mean, also, you know what? The, the one thing I was thinking about when it came to watching these Euros is just like how exciting the Euros are versus, uh, the, especially the women's Euros versus uh, the, the CONCACAF Women's Championship, right? It's just, there's just. Because they're training sessions for the women's <laughs> national team, The bro. parody is just, it's a, it's a, a lot more even right. uh, in Europe, and, and which is great to see that there's more countries investing in, in women's soccer. Absolutely. It's beautiful to see. And also it goes to show that, you know, teams are starting to catch up to the level that the women's national team here in the U.S. have set. Mm-hmm. Because you're seeing some teams out there that are like, oh, they, they could give the U.S. women's national team, especially now that we're kind of in a bit of a transition. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Some of that older guard is starting to retire or, or maybe not will not be playing in the next year or two. Uh, it's starting to be a little bit like, oh, wow, okay. You know yeah. what I mean? They might be doing some business out there. But if the women's na- if the U.S. women's national team were invited to the Euros, which will never happen, we would dust all <laughs> y'all, bro. It, dust them. It would, it would. At least it shows. You saw what England did to Sweden. We would bring... Crockpots, cause y'all are getting cooked, boy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, plug it in <laughs> with your weird plugs, England. Damn. With your big ass not, plugs. Not the air fryer. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. shit. Wait 75 <laughs> minutes for nice crispy lionesses wings. <laughs> Seven, because that's all fit in the tray. You don't want to crowd them. So, uh, but you saw what England did to Sweden. And and uh, th- there's a this England this England squad is look I'm I'm not gonna say that they're better than the U.S. right but they they are you know what the last time uh you know the U.S. played England and Alex Morgan did the tea little sip sip celebration tea. I think this is a very different uh, it is England team I which mean, is why I'm saying I think they can compete the, a little the, bit the, the the look I, I I it's hard to say exactly. From a either technical perspective or uh, from a mentality perspective, how much more they are improved or how much closer they are to the U.S. Mm-hmm. But the players like you know Frank Kirby, Chloe Kelly, uh, uh, um, uh, Ellen White, who's a little bit older, but there's there's just a certain Williamson, level. bro. There's, there's a there's a swag that I think we're not used to seeing. Also, I think it's like, remember, like, back in the day, you'd be like, maybe like two years ago, you'd say like, oh, these three players are incredibly good. And then you've got a bunch of really, really good players. Yeah. Now it seems like the the list of incredibly good players has grown. And part of it, I think, is also that the uh, that the women's... Um, it's not called the Women's Premier League. The, uh, the, the Women's w- Super League. Women's Super League. WSL. WSL has gotten a lot better. And also... The NWSL just continues to grow, and that is just lifting kind of the way M- MLS has lifted the the average the level of the average player sort of in this hemisphere, or at least yeah. Central America, North America. I think the NWSL has done the same thing. Like just watching Rachel Daly, I'm like, yo, vibes. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? She's absolute baller. Um, the, yeah, the like when we went to the. Everton women's Everton match, ladies, but they, yep. they were they were playing a second division. Durham, Durham, right? Yeah. I, they might be second or third division. I don't remember. Um, but it was I mean, a cup match. Yeah, we've we've been to enough NWSL games when you you can easily see the levels different. The level is very yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. different, and and maybe it was just because they were playing a second division team. Yeah, and I don't think their starters were all starting either. Yeah, some of their starters came in in the second half. It was a lower level cup game, so like but, one of the earlier. Cup but matches. what's happening at the very least is that the the uh, it seems like the Women's Super League and the, and the NWSL is providing, you know, England's team 
their first, their first 11 were great, but then mm. they also have another similar to the U.S. where they almost have like another their bench. The bench could do numbers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, here's what I want to say. You know, now that it's been how many years since the men won an international competition? 66. 1966 that? was the World Cup win. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Been a minute. Been about two generations, can we say? Sure. Right? Well, I'm Gen Z now, bro. It Your feels mom like still that was wasn't <laughs> answering the phone. She wasn't nah, returning calls. Nah. Even then. Your mother's calling Christian with one of them old joints. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? She was like, hello, operator. Can I have H1 Dominican? Let's <laughs> <laughs> hold the thing to yeah. her ear. Yeah. Surely. <laughs> clip, 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 clip. <laughs> Is someone playing Frogger in the background? <laughs> well, I got to get the Frogger noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little Pac-Man. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so stupid. You just went bloop, 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 bloop. Anyway. Okay. Well, ridiculousness. It's been a long time since uh, England has won a major international competition. So here's what I say. I'm a little tired of the fact that they call them the lot. Oh, okay. Oh, Guinness just the, the dog was like, I don't like where this light is real quick. Uh, <laughs> we should get the dogs on the show more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they try. You yeah, know, yeah. They, they're helping. They're, they're our tech Lando, team. Lando, come through. Easy. Oh. <laughs> uh, turns out I'm a little allergic to Lando's uh, saliva because I was making out with the dog. The way you find that out <laughs> yeah. is not. <laughs> I got bums all over my asshole. It no. might be. Might break a couple laws in certain states. <laughs> he uh, he licked my hand, and I, I must have done this. And next thing I know, my eyes are itchy as shit. I okay. washed them out. But here's what I'm saying. Okay, the men's <sighs> the men's team has been a while since they won. The women won. Why are we? Why do we give them an extra name? Why are they the lionesses? Nah, man. I think they should be the England national team, and we should come up with a different name for the men's. <laughs> the the you know the Blingland, bro. The, 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 the Blingland, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah sure. You're the Blingland national team, bro. It actually sounds too baller. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a, it's too kind of a name. <laughs> that's too no, dumb. you know. So th- th- this has been a lot of the discourse. Um, and uh, you know, I I've even seen this in in, in some uh, some group chats I might be a part of. Mm. There's there's a uh, when it comes to whatever misog- not even misogyny, just the, being dismissive of women's success or 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 you know women's success in football. You know, we've had uh, countless uh, 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 female players on the show, and and these are the, uh, they, we don't differentiate between a male uh, footballer and yeah, a kicking female balls, footballer. Kicking it's balls. just like we, we're here to, to support the game. And I would say overall, um, it's, it's a little, and maybe this is just the bubble that we have put ourselves in, mm-hmm. on, in social media. It's possible. It's a little bit rare or more rare over time to see the, the outright disrespect of women's soccer. Like, it, it 100% yeah, it's exists. less and less because I, I also think it's just, People realize at the end of the day, like if you love the sport, it's just a fun game to watch. Like, why do, do you care what's between the legs of the people that are kicking the ball? I do. I do not care. Do you care? But like, I don't know, man. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think he got it like that, bro. I can't watch. I this prefer team. my footballs to have something there yeah. between their legs, bro. I'm, I'm very obsessed. You better with this. be swinging nuts and dick if you want me to watch the game. You feel me? Because this is what y'all sound like. I need. Bro. I need that shit to be thick and veiny before I'm willing to root for you. You want me to buy your shirt, and I don't know if you got it like that, bro. You nah. need to be packing, dog. Bro, I need. I need. I need junk. <laughs> 
<laughs> I need junk in the front, bro. <laughs> if I'm going to watch your game, what, you got titties? I can't focus on the game now. The least you could do is have a massive wang, right? okay? <laughs> you got to be swinging, bro. So, I need you to emasculate me if I'm going to watch the sport. I need it to cast a shadow on me. A hundred percent. I need me to consider you needing an extra shin guard. You know what I mean? I need you to have a third shin guard right. if I'm going to watch. So what we're seeing, le- we're seeing less of that. It's ridiculous is what y'all sound <laughs> but, like. But it, it's, the, you know, when, when the U.S., uh, and, and this is credit to the U.S. women, the 99ers, uh, uh, all the even teams before that that have been at the forefront of fighting against that, that, mm-hmm. you know, just either misogyny or just dismissiveness or just disrespect. And this is the opportunity. <laughs> Pizza said, all hooligans are size queens. <laughs> but what what this has done, and I think you know, you saw um, uh, a lot of the the English players talking about this in their in their post game uh, interviews. I, I I think it was uh, was it w- Williamson um, who said. You know, she, after the game, she's saying like, "Watch, you know, go, get tickets to the, the the WSL games. Go to go support Ian Wright uh, when they when the English women got to the final. Right? Uh, he had great great clip. He had um, uh, he mentioned, but he's always the, been in support of the women's game. Right, right. But, he, yeah. but he's basically saying like, it, it, it's what it feels like is that uh, that England is definitely it feels like at least 10, 15 years behind the U.S. when it comes to just how people view women in the game. I think it's also difficult to say that specifically. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, I just think it's difficult to say that because we also have so many more people. You know what I mean? Sure. So like, w- the women's team can go on a, a sellout tour of multiple stadiums, and you probably. See Still have the same amount of men saying like, right. "Oh, I don't want to watch you because they don't have big enough dicks, and that's what I need, dude." <laughs> right, right. It's just yeah. Typical bro. Yo, I just need a big, <laughs> a big fat head, dude, with a little bit of pre cum on it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gay? What are you talking about? Why, dude? It's a sport we're talking about. This is men playing it, dude. So, but no, so but I, I, I and I, I don't say that to to talk about like uh, you know how many tickets they sell or whatever. But Ian Wright's uh, clip, he had he had mentioned you know uh, a football should be accessible to women in schools yes just even that did you know that they're not allowed to play i'm i might be getting this wrong but uh because that clip he specifically said yeah. they should be allowed to play like whatever their like recess or gym classes yeah the women are the girls aren't allowed to play which football. is insane it sounds like you're talking about the 1800s <laughs> because what They'll break their hymen. <laughs> you know? That's what it sounds right, like. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? It's, uh, so if, if he's complaining about that and he's making that statement, I mean, it does. I, we, we don't live there, so we don't know exactly what's going on day to day. But when you see the comments under that clip, it, it's people are, are being dismissive of him of like, why? what are you complaining about? And then you have this, the dumb, like, right. they belong in the kitchen, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so th- th- that's where I feel like we're at least ahead where – there's there's a reverence there's a respect for the US women's national team and what they've uh, and what they've done has it has it trickled down to to you know the the leagues themselves like yeah NWSL they don't sell out every game but you see Look at Angel City. Look at San Diego. I mean, look at these two expansion teams that they they they've been selling out games. The, the Angel City uh, uh, OL Rain game 
last week was bananas. Uh, yeah. Dude, there's there's moments where you're starting to see the support not only like shine but grow. And I think uh, Thorns was a good example of that when they first came in. It almost reminded me of uh, when Seattle first came into the uh, uh, MLS. We were like, oh, oh, this isn't like a yeah. this isn't a niche thing anymore. It's starting to get to that point where it bubbles over. I think this is where we're at. So the question that I pose is: is is this enough? Do you think this is enough for Europe? Not just England, but Europe to start respecting the women's game more. Dude, we're seeing we're seeing some big numbers out of uh, the Barca ladies team. Um, yeah, that too. But uh, I would say um, I, I think England is the furthest behind when it comes to uh, accepting that women also play the sport and that the sport. I don't know who, because I have a feeling Albania might not be <laughs> the front of the list. You feel? <laughs> sure. You know but, what I mean? But look, yes, obviously, as far as you know. We all sort accept the Premier League is is the top league in the world, sure, and so has the most attention when it comes to the game, and that so the country that that should uh, uh, permeate through through you know women's uh, sports as well. So just like you know, we're, it's 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 a work in progress, of course, but the, the at least the the thing when when uh, NWSL posts a clip or you see or even. You know, whatever uh, Bleacher Report or somebody uh, post a clip from from a woman's game, and usually it's like the comments are less and less. Um, not a sport or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't watch this. Who watches this? Right. You know, it's just you see it here and there, but it's just less and less. But if it's if it's uh, uh, you know in England or women's super league clip or whatever, there's more English people. Th- those people are louder. Right. That that's where I think we've like that's where we've progressed a little bit. It's not ideal or perfect. We ain't but, there yet, but we're on our way. Right. So I just think that the 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 England women specifically winning the Euros, I think does can also do also at a point where the men are doing well but haven't won anything yet. Sure. I think that's important. I think if the men had won and the women had won, there would be less attention on the women's game. Sure. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, that shouldn't be the case, right? No, no. But I think it's. I th- it just happens to work out so that there's I, more attention being I, put. But on I, the look, game. if England is going to be, you know, if we we deal with all the comments of like, uh, you know, it's called football, not soccer. You want right. to be these people that are on your high horse, and you're. Th- this is where the 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 best version of the game is played. If you, which I don't agree with, but if that's what you want to f- be and feel, then you have to respect the women's game as well and uplift the the game and it's not even about actively uplifting them right but it, then it's also then why constantly tear it down like right. maybe it's it, it takes too much effort to maybe watch or go get tickets or whatever or go but why do you have why what's the necessity of saying it's inferior or bad or blah 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 because it just it hurts uh, it, it you know it, obviously it hurts the players you're insulting but it, it hurts people around you there's no way that you, a, 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 f- a friend or a daughter or family member can see you behave that way and not think like and also not believe that like oh maybe this person's right maybe i shouldn't be doing this right stuff like that or whatever i agree yeah yeah uh justin freeber said the <laughs> england men's new team name the basuras oh, okay wow. i mean it's, so uh they're gonna be Major bilingual Sandu, speaking from england 
I said, here's the thing, though. People here just love to follow the hype and success. Uh, hope there are good attendances for the league games here. I'll be watching for sure. So, yeah, I think that's the other thing, too. I think we're at a point now where maybe before social media was what it was, uh, you kind of had to really be a fan of something to go to it, you know? So right. maybe there was a bigger hill to climb for the women's game. Where now, if something pops off on TikTok or on Instagram, people are going to support it because it's hype. You know right, what I mean? Right. So maybe that's just what it takes. But I would like to see the, you know, a lot like... When we started this show, we wanted to give the American soccer player an opportunity to really, you know, come on the show and, and get a chance to show their personality and be funny and add value to the player. Now those things like, you know, sneaker shopping on Complex uh, or Kick Game uh, shopping for sneakers. Great, great switch of words there. <laughs> um, those types of things, those shows like Hot Ones, things like that, those shows that are highlight shows for celebrities to do. Maybe this is a great opportunity for some of those uh, lionesses to get those opportunities and grow that sport that way and get to get to talk about the WSL on a bigger platform. Right. Uh, Graham Raby said, or oh, Robbie said, turns out not charging an arm and a leg for tickets increases attendance. Uh, Who would have known, dude? <laughs> um, Michael Raymond said, hey, what's up, y'all? What's good, Michael? Um, the uh, Oh, yeah, and Ice Cold Brew put in quotes, it's just banter, mate. Yeah. You know? Of course it is. Go to the games, and then I'll believe it. <laughs> uh, but I, when we went to the uh, Everton ladies match, I loved the support that was there. These people really cared about the game. You could tell they go to all the matches. It was a lot of it was a lot of fun. Right? Yeah. I, I that was a, a, a cool thing. And I, I'm, when um, uh, when we spoke to Meatball Molly, mm. uh, she had mentioned the same. I, I also, congrats to Meatball Molly. She just won her latest Big fight. Win. Big win. Another another spinning elbow. Yeah, bro. She's going to be a superstar. Look out for it. She's going to be like, a, you know, running UFC soon. She beat me up with one punch. <laughs> okay. Legitimately bruised me with a joke punch through a jacket. Right. Uh, so, um, yeah, Molly McCann. We're like meat fist, Molly. <laughs> if you haven't, uh, our full interview with her is on, on Patreon, but you can see her. She's uh, a part of the uh, the Everton documentary that we did. Um, so, uh, so yeah, it's just uh, it, it, Molly had mentioned that about just how, um, especially the, the Premier League clubs are starting to be more unified when it comes to uh, showing that appreciation for the men and women's team. And shout out to Manchester City does this a lot too. Uh, and I think Chelsea has done it as well, where they post the a new signing. They treat their signings right. like the, the way they Arsenal announce does the, the same thing. Yeah, so it's just like it's on the regular um, you know, Man City account or the Arsenal account or Man, or Man United. They just... They just say, "Hey, yep. this person uh, signed with the team," and then it's but it's it's those little decisions of like just little by little of just this is just a normal. We're just announcing a player. We as a club have signed the player. <laughs> so why I don't know why you're mad. Yeah, <laughs> stop asking to check what's in between their pants and between, between their legs. It's getting the suggestion box is looking mighty weird. Wow, you're bro. asking weird stuff. Y'all are thirsty, bro. <laughs> Y'all want to see that man meat, bro? Uh, but again, yeah. Okay, congrats to, to the England women. I mean, you know, part of me doesn't want England to have any joy at all because it's no. kind of fun yeah. to, like, see them suffer. Because they sing It's Coming Home. <laughs> it's really the only reason. <laughs> but it's uh, it definitely well-deserved win. They were, uh, you know, by far the best team uh, in the Euros. And uh, now I'm, I'm excited to see if, if we, if, if the, for next year's uh, World Cup, if, if the, the, the women get, uh, you know, or either in the same group or end up playing... Uh, I think they're going to end up playing the U.S. again, and that's going to be a very exciting match. Okay. I have. Uh, I went to. Um, 
I want to I read Dell Boys, but I'm a little confused by it. It said, I am from London, and the big issue with women's football here is in the transition from amateur to professional has led the women's team being less diverse because they're developing girls from the inner city. Because they're not developing girls from the inner city? I don't know. I'm assuming uh, it's a... I'm assuming it, it, it meaning it's not that it's not that it's are you saying less diverse because it's only inner city people like it's only black people or, or no I mean you could say that <laughs> I don't know the jury, the kids ain't the only thing all white you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm assuming yes it's uh look at it's it's a similar problem here where um even outside of race or anything like that it's still kind of expensive to uh, to play the game yeah and, yeah and and you know not only are there like uh fees to to play for a particular club or something but the travel you know you have to, your parents have to drive you all these places it might be a little it might be difficult for them to do that that's you we've heard this story countless times from i mean this is the sacrifice families make to end up creating a professional yeah. uh, player and it might be... He said they're not developing girls from the inner city. Right. Okay. Yeah, hopefully that's something that can change because obviously a lot of the uh, a lot of the great players on the men's team are from inner cities or come from backgrounds that aren't historically English. Right. Does that right. make sense? Right. Uh, hopefully I said that correctly. Don't cancel me because Christian wrote the script. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, okay, uh, uh, a couple other things. Uh, and as always, uh, we always mention, if uh, anybody in the chat, that if you want us to talk about anything in particular, please put it in the chat and we'll we will try our best to get to it but we do have did you watch the uh community shield i did what do you think do you care about the community shield i do not care about it no i mean it's a good match to watch it's 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 the it's the appetizer right Mm, the amuse bouche for for the do you know what an amuse bouche is it's an appetizer no (laughs) (laughs) i don't know exactly. it's a palate cleanser got it typically it'll be something that is high in acidity so that it cleanses your palate. Uh, a very popular one will be like a savory sorbet. All right. So you eat the sorbet. You eat dessert before, it's a, it's before a, dinner. It's a spoonful. Oh. So it's a little tiny. And what it does is for dinners or meals that have multiple courses, you in a moose bush clears your palate. Nice. So that you're not influenced by previous flavors. Right. I guess. Once the, so the community dish. shield rinses this filthy American soccer Ooh. out of my mouth. <laughs> Gets this MLS out of her mouth. All that sticky fat from all the MLS is coating and unctuous. No, man. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 the Community Shield feels like the first game that w- with real weight. And it's, it's uh, and it's yeah, the, the, the season is about to begin. It also feels like the, the managers are like, all right. This is the starting lineup, <laughs> all right? But the, but this was, uh, I mean, at least for me, I'm watching this game, and I'm like, all right, this is the, who's, who's the better signing, Erling Haaland or Darwin Nunez? And, and okay, and let, before we even get to Darwin Nunez, let, let, we're gonna, we'll, we'll repeat this. There's a little e- thing. Every, every day for the rest of our lives while Darwin Nunez is playing in the Premier League, it is Darwin or Darwin Nunez. Nunez. It's imagine a Y <laughs> after the N, okay. the second N. That's it. That's it. Nunez. Not you n- could get away with that. Not Nunez. It's not Nunez. Because that's not his name. Why you think they put a little thing on top? <laughs> Why you think there's a wave on top? It tells you something. 
All right? It signifies, <laughs> A, you should be pronouncing this one different. <laughs> because we'll let you get away with a lot of them. Right. You know, we get, we get criticism of how we pronounce things and blah, blah, blah. Right. You're not getting away with this one. We say schedule. Because CH for us is a cuss sound sometimes. Yes. So I get it. But there's no wavy line. If there was a wavy line on top of it, we would start asking questions like, yo, should I be saying this different? You know, just ask a buddy like, hey, can hey. I copy off of you? Yo, <laughs> real quick, you say the word first, and then that's how I'm going to say it. I know it. I yeah, know. I just wanted to test you. I'm just making sure. Also, before I consider how good you are at saying words, let me see what's between your legs, dude. <laughs> Because if it ain't swanging, bro, <laughs> that's very. It's very important. That it's <laughs> Look, we're hooligans, bro. <laughs> so, we need to see them decks, bro. So again, Nunez, you th- that we're not. We're, we'll, we'll call you out every time. If you can, if you can learn to say James, <laughs> I, I think, I think you, you can, can learn to say Nunez. <laughs> Grime Raby said James Milner. Yes, we all know him. He's a hero. Uh, yeah, to- we say aluminum, Manjusandu. <laughs> okay. You say aluminium or some weird shit like that. So, but you also have an extra U in so there. So look, uh, f- facts are facts. Early Holland had uh, an absolute sitter that he just had a uh, tap in. It's not the easiest shot in the world. Had to hit it over the keeper, but blast it. It hit the crossbar. Let's not forget Erling Holland was about $40 million cheaper. <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. Okay. I mean, I mean, look, whatever. You pay a hundred million, you better be getting, you better be getting buckets. Darwin Nunez uh, gets a goal, celebrates, takes off his shirt, mm. T- take it off your shirt at a Community Shield match. How do you feel about that? Uh, you know what? It's you, you're doing it for your for your fans. You know what I right. mean? You're trying to show like, yo, guess who's here? Mm. It ain't just Salah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's a little bit of Nunez. He almost left, too. Like, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. trust him. He's saying that with a shirt. He's like, I don't know if y'all caught that. He was about to leave because of the bag. You know what I mean? I would never do that to you. I'm here. <laughs> I'm throwing Nunez. Yeah, I'm throwing Nunez. Does anybody need to see my piece real quick? Uh, <laughs> uh, but clearly, uh, he's trying to, you know, first of all, he's a Uruguayan dude. You know, they have, this is how they play. Yeah. The Garra Charrua, right? They, they go crazy. They leave it all on the pitch. So this is part of it. This comes with it. But what I like about it is it's now starting to ask questions of Erling Holland, which just means Erling Holland only knows one thing, and that's just being wild disrespectful. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's going to score tons. Yeah. Uh, I'm not particularly worried. Who do you think ends with more goals? Erling Holland by far. By far? Yeah, because Liverpool um, spread their goals out, I think, a little bit more than, uh, than Manchester City do or did or will yeah yeah because they are going to be more direct but here's what i'm wondering who's going to be put in who's going to have more chances created for them you would assume it would be i mean but, oh, city I, I, if if so, not by much. These are the these are the two best teams in the world. Yeah, these are the this is one and two. This is what the yeah, competition and, is. And I know Real Madrid won the Champions League, but I will still say Manchester City and Liverpool are the. I would say it's the third is Real Madrid. I know they won Champions League and they are a good team, but they they won. They barely possessed the ball. They didn't dominate by any this means. This seems like an anti Ancelotti bias because he left. <laughs> no, no, he left you in your it family. Isn't that, isn't that? I mean, I just think the quality of players uh, and even the, not even just solely quality. Of players, but I, I think Jurgen Klopp is better at um, the, the the style of play is I think a little bit better than Real Madrid, and I know they lost to them in. Uh, in I the would final, say I'd rather watch 
on a day-to-day basis for a full 90, I'd rather watch Liverpool or City play versus Real I mean, Madrid. But if we're talking from the 80th minute on, I'd rather watch right, right. Real Madrid. <laughs> I mean, they're like, they're, they're, I'm not taking anything away from how spectacular they are. But uh, So even if there was – I think the di- differences between uh, Manchester and Liverpool are minuscule. I think the, the, the details of – I think this transfer window. I think the the competition really started in the transfer window because it it, it feels a little bit like, especially with the news about um, uh, the Brighton uh, left back Mark uh, Cucurella. Right, who was supposed it, to go to City for a while now. Everybody's saying he's going to go to City, right? You see all the root, Fabrizio, everything, and now Chelsea's getting in the Chelsea's deal. Like, we got to do something. We got to do something. We've been getting hijacked. <laughs> yeah. By, yeah. Also, the news ain't good for us, man. <laughs> people whipping us in the preseason. So it seems like the 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 teams that you know will you think they will be in the top four, the the, the top six uh, club are are trying to hurt other teams not by saying because I don't think Chelsea need. Cucurella, but it knows but it weakens. It, you City. don't if you don't let City get him. Right. I think that's that it fares better for the for the the teams behind Manchester City. That uh, uh, see, this is a part of corporate espionage that we don't really. I, my my mouth almost didn't say that word. <laughs> that's all right. that's <laughs> I almost. I don't know. That wasn't. You weren't buffering the SP awards. <laughs> corporate espionage. This is a part of it that we don't talk about enough. I think as a society, it's you know that some companies will hire moles to go get jobs out of the companies right, right. to learn what's going on, but. More more importantly, is to learn their suppliers and then offer them a bigger contract when you don't even really need that product. Let's go, bro. So now you're tying up the amount of uh, production that they can create, which slows down your competition because that's a product they absolutely need. Ooh, some of the symptoms of capitalism. Mm. You'd mm. love to see it. Like, you know, one of the things when I was in the when I was at corporate Staples, you know, one of the things they did, they dropped the price of Post-Its to like a loss. Mm. which completely rattled everyone. Well, this is what Amazon does. You know that, right? Of course. Amazon, whenever they, the, the, the products that they highlight, like any product that's popular, they make their own and then cut the price down. No, no, no. Well, Staples had their own yeah. called Stickies. Ooh. <laughs> more fun than Post-It. It ain't Post-It. It's Stickies. <laughs> it's more fun than Post-It. Sticky notes? Okay. It's kind of fun. But they actually dropped the price of actual Post-Its because that is almost a commodity. For businesses. Yeah. So if you have a major corporation, which I'm not going to name a few, but a major corporation, and they go, well, uh, how are you going to save me 10%? I'm already getting a great rate. And they go, how about we cut all of your post-it notes price in half? They'd be like, here's a three-year contract. Yeah. And then- Two years and three years, yeah, you raise yeah. the price. But what you did was you took a major competitor <laughs> out. It's great. It's really smart. Justin Freeber said, Alexis is offering his services to be a mole for Premier League clubs. Bro, I will go in there. I'll throw on a tracksuit. <laughs> I'll walk into West Ham. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'll be like, hey, yo, your new striker's here. You know, and they'll be like, oh, no. Right? <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Delboy said, uh, Chelsea is that. Stinky notes. <laughs> nice call, bro. Which, again, remember that. That's Shin. Shin in Italian. That's Shin in Italian. Okay. Uh, Doughboy said, Chelsea is that guy who gets cheated on by his ex, so cheats on every other woman they meet to get back at their ex, which is, I mean, you, you, you keep, yeah. you, you're, it's like a bully that gets bullied and then starts bullying other It's like a kid who gets beat, so he beats his you, kids. You got you to gotta end the trauma. The end cycle. the cycle, dude. <laughs> you got you to snip it. Um, so, um, uh, so, yeah. So, it, um, the, <laughs> the, uh, obviously, uh, Liverpool won. Uh, and the oh, I, I did ask you. Um, did you answer the question about taking your your uh, shirt off during a community shield? 
Matt, you already answered that? or Yeah, kind it, of. I think you're doing it to gas up your fans. It seemed ridiculous. It, no, it's 100%. It's doing too much. It's doing too much. It feels like, yeah. a, you know, like a, uh, playing a charity game. Right. And then, re, and then you know. You know what it reminds me off. of? Do you remember when uh, uh, Alex Rodriguez tried to start a fight or did start a fight with uh, the Red Sox player? I can remember his name. But he was like, come on, come on, because he thought, like, this is what's going to get the fans to love me right, more. Right, right, right. <laughs> At that moment, I was like, bro, J-Lo's going to leave you, dude. <laughs> I knew it right at that moment. I said because he's not a fighter. No, he ain't a fighter. A Rod has never. Also, there wasn't really like a, this wasn't a fight moment. This was a let's bark at each other moment. Right, right. But he was like, oh, I need I, the fans to. He love was like, me. somebody hold me back. Yeah, yeah. why is there nobody hold me back? Yeah. <laughs> why are the Why are the other Yankees players hitting me? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, None of you are gonna drink Presidente in ten years because I own it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, it, it did seem a little absurd. Uh, but yeah. but overall, I look. I, I think the um, Justin Freeberg, very important comment, real quick. He said Barwin Bunez versus Burling Ballin <laughs> in the Blamunity Bleeld. <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> I think um, I, I lost my train of thought. Of we course, but, but, you were you know, talking about the Blamunity Bleeld. The Blamunity Bleeld. The I was going to make some point about Erling Haaland taking his shirt off. Oh no! Oh, so uh, I was going to say this. I I, I do think. I think the fact that um, Manchester City did lose this game mm-hmm. in in the way that they did, it you know b- because the margins of error are so slim between these two teams, it it did feel a little bit like uh, like Manchester City is going to have to keep up with Liverpool. It feels like this is Liverpool's year to win the title. In in a in in you know in not a COVID year and no break and whatever I think this is probably their best shot. Given how dominant they seem to be against, it's an arms race. It is. So I I don't necessarily agree with you. I don't think this is their shot. I think it's a A or B, and I think we won't know throughout the season. I mean, we were talking about City having won the league in December, and then next thing you know, yeah, it got it got a little stinky. You know what I mean? It got a little Italian shin in there. A couple stinky yeah, notes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> come on, Stables, free business. Um, I think what you're going to see is that as the season progresses, we're going to learn a lot more about what type of club City is going to be moving forward. It feels like Pep is Liverpooling it up a little bit, making it a bit more direct, a bit more heavy press. I don't know. I'm interested. Where is Grealish going to play? You bet $100 million for this dude. Where is he going to play? You know what I mean? I assume he's going to have a larger role uh, this year, uh, more minutes. um, You know, and as far as... Also, I mean, Silva. Raheem Sterling seemed like a. I don't. I don't. Didn't see the reason to get rid of him. But see, for me, this is why it's a sign that uh, they're going to play a bit more direct because Raheem Sterling. Well, you have Erling Haaland. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Raheem Sterling is a ball at ball at his feet, cutting in. You need someone that's going to be able to get a space and send across. Yeah, yeah. That's not that's not Raheem Sterling. Th- there was a clip I saw, and I don't know where this was from. I saw it on Twitter about um, about Raheem Sterling and some uh, and some game where he missed a, a, a great chance. Which which happened a couple times. Yeah. I mean, he's, he bagged a couple goals, but mm-hmm. he's definitely been known to miss really good opportunities. Sure, and uh, and he was taken out of the game, and uh, and he just showed a level of maturity. How old is Raheem Sterling now? Like twenty seven. I think he might be even younger. Um, no, he's twenty seven. But uh, he 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 was he was taken off and twenty seven. And and Pep had said that he took him off uh, because. 
uh, this might, might have been an all or nothing, but he said, I took him off because he missed that chance, which it was like very, he was like, you, he told him, he was like, you don't miss, sh- you can't miss shots like that, so I took you off because you missed. And he, and, he, and Raheem was like, I, yes, I understand. I, it, it makes complete sense. But you, you rarely hear anything, wow. anything like that, because usually it's the, you know, give him his confidence. I don't want to, I, I don't want to pull him out of a game. For <laughs> He's making like, I'm going to shatter my guy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, but to hear that level of He's transparency. Like, Raheem, you got to come off because you missed that chance <laughs> and your children don't respect you. What? what Wait, Second one. <laughs> I feel like that one cut deep, Did bro. They tell you something? <laughs> Wait, is there a phone call that happened? <laughs> Are you allowed to have a phone on the pitch? I don't know how they get such direct access to you, Pep. Uh, no, but um, so look, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a tight. Um, uh, I think another, you know, top top four is going to be very very difficult uh, again this year. We- Justin Freiberg asked an important question: Who looks better with their shirt off, Alexis, Christian, Holland, or Nunez? I mean, I'm going to have to go with Nunez. Holland got abs, though, doesn't he? He does, but yeah. it's Nunez. I am bottom of the, <laughs> of the ranking regardless. Nunez also has, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. washboard abs there as well. See, Nunez has a bit of a tan. Yeah. Compared to Erling Holland, we, I'm, I'm, I'm Christian compared to Erling Holland. Erling Holland is the whitest cyborg I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> he yeah. looks like a robot made by Apple Corporation. You know what I mean? It's just pure white. Look, I'm not, I'm definitely not above Holland here. No. So uh, I guess I'm third. Yeah. I mean, we got to go Nunez, <laughs> Holland, You're- Christian. Everyone else in the world. Alexis is also, also not a you're not a shirt off guy. You know, I'm you, barely that at home. Why would I do that? Why would I remind my wife of the mistake she made? <laughs> Why would I do that? Uh, th- I mean, if Alexis could dress like a nun, he would, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just really I, I'm, high. <laughs> I got the white thing with the hide everything. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of shame. It's hard for me to say that while wearing long sleeves, but that's not true. <laughs> uh, Justin Freeber said more cushion for the pushing. Ooh, Alexis early? got that washboard brisket, bro. <laughs> I look got more cushion for the pushing. Uh, Please no pushing. Omar, I've done this before. Omar Ramirez said coaches need to do that more uh, to make players learn from their mistakes. They are too soft. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it, look, there's a fine line. There, look, a, a professional player like uh, uh, Raheem Sterling is obviously somebody who plays from the uh, for the Premier League. The the standard is very, very high. But also, you need their confidence to be high. Right. You don't right. want to have to rebuild a player. You don't. You don't want Ugh. to <laughs> give them emotional support of some kind. No, no thanks. <laughs> no, get in here. You're already hopping and buzzing. No, but look, but to some degree, that is fair because it's like how much. Energy should a coach put in into like right. making you feel good? I mean, you are a you, you're paid a handsome of amount of money mm-hmm. uh, to do a job. Uh, you, you know, there's obviously morale and things that they have to do, but th- that is a risk of it, right? If you are just not good enough on a certain day, you're I, you you get yanked off the yeah, pitch. You can't go too hard though, right? You can't, you can't yank too hard. Everybody knows that. <laughs> if there's one lesson you can take from today is, look, sometimes you think it's going to feel good, but the pain afterwards. It's not, it's not worth it. Right? Uh, another thing we wanted to talk about 
especially after seeing uh, Leeds, they they played a preseason match. I, I think it was against uh, Cagliari uh, right. from Italy. And uh, Some of these through balls. Brandon Aronson getting a hat trick of assists. Uh, this is an interesting thing because Brandon Aronson is, um, if you, from the, for the U.S., he's more known as a either a winger. He kind of does play winger that, that kind of finds himself central sometimes. Ten, you but know, he's not really your creative... But for Le- or Regista almost, which is kind of what he's doing at, Le- at for Leeds. Leeds. It seems like yo, this dude's this kid's gonna be yo. like an like us, like Brendan Pierlosin, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you know, uh, Brendan McKenney. I don't know, <laughs> but I mean that ball outside of the boot, uh, get getting to to Patrick perfectly Patrick's weighted, foot, I mean, per- perfectly weighted, such a perfect ball. And uh, again, the play after play, we're gonna start seeing Tyler Adams. The, people have been doing the compilation of t- touches. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for Tyler Adams, I and mean, he had a a, a really good uh, preseason game uh, like a week ago. So we we asked ourselves the question, and we'll put it out to uh, to the audience as well, because we both play fantasy football, right? Fantasy Premier League. I will make a team and forget about it, and then find myself in seventh place <laughs> at the end of the season. But I kind of feel, you know, how like sometimes you want to put a player from your own team. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, of just course. to have just like one of your favorite club players in there, even if it's the demise of your team, like in your case, Everton. Uh, I kind of feel the calling to put an American in my squad. Right. So At least one. So the question we have is, which American player in the Premier League will have the best fantasy season? So obviously the, be- the best options are Pulisic. Yeah. Might not get minutes. I think I looked at this morning, six million. Which, if you look at it on the ranking, that's pretty low. That's pretty low. It's a good deal, maybe. Right. Brandon Aronson, 5.5. And it looks like he's going to be... A steal. A steal, a starter. Him and Tyler Adams. Uh... Yeah, you know who knows how these games are going to go. It is, you know, they they were playing an Italian team, a lower, right. you know, bottom of the table kind of Italian team. Right, Leeds is not going to be. They might not have the opportunity to really be balling right this season because uh, they're going to be surviving. <laughs> uh, Esteban uh, Osegueda said, as a Leeds fan who didn't like Marsh's appointment, can't lie. I'm excited for what we can get out of this squad. Look at this. And I know Esteban knows how to pronounce Nunez (laughs) just off that name, bro. (laughs) So, look, changing hearts, changing minds. You know, I I thought the loss of Rafinha would be... No, they got this new kid, Sisteria, what's his name? Cisneros or... No, no, no. no. I I know who he's talking about. Sistinia or something like that. Um, Yes, so, but the, I thought the loss of Rafinha was going to be, you know, a, a little too difficult to overcome. Um, but it looks like the, it looks like they might be all right. I, and and as far as you know, we were kind of saying like Leeds might get might get relegated. I still, you know, I still think they're they're bottom, maybe at the bottom ten. Dude, they're they're certainly not going to be. They're not going to finish in the top seven or but, top ten. But see, but seeing um, Tyler Adams in the midfield, the the one concern I had was. You know he's a he's a bit of a smaller guy, and and the the Premier League is no joke when it comes to like just aerial duels and some of these monsters that are that are back there. And yo, the, he was holding his own in this game. I know it's only one game. Sinistera, and he's Colombiano. Uh, Luis Sinistera. Okay. Uh, oh, has an injury. Expected twenty three. Expected back. He's, yeah, he's going to be back at the beginning of the season. So. 
Uh, Yanni uh, Mars said, don't sleep on Bamford. Yeah, Bamford had an injury-plagued last season. <laughs> I thought you got emotional, man. No, no. <laughs> I mean, his injury wasn't that bad, dude. I'm having, I'm having clubs, though, no? <laughs> His injury wasn't that bad. He's back, dude. <laughs> I just, I just, it was just a really <laughs> injury. I mean, why does it have to hurt for the whole season? Um, but, no, I mean, Bamford, the, the, the year before he got hurt, uh, what, how many goals did he have? He had like twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty. I mean, he was crushing it. But here's the thing: uh, if you, in order for you to go score goals, you need service. Yes. Can Brendan Aronson be that guy? If, if he, I mean, when you got three, when you get three assists in a game, even though it's preseason. And by the way, they weren't like lucky assists or anything. They weren't uh, even like system based assists. Yeah. These were vision, perfectly weighted balls. This was incredible. I, I, well, I think the impressive thing here, Brendan Aronson's growth, I mean, we were watching him two years ago, two, three years ago. The baby boy. <laughs> for the Philadelphia Union. Sweet little baby boy. We had to carry him. <laughs> and he was good. And you're like, oh, wow, this young kid is good. And, and you're then like, he went to Salzburg. And we're like, yo, that young man <laughs> is pretty good. And it's just the development in... I don't know if it's puberty or what, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, but it was just so instant. Like yeah. it just truly, truly incredible. But it also goes to show that it's, you have to be a real professional to be able to look at someone playing in a league like MLS and rate how well they can play in Europe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard for me to say like, is he balling because maybe the level of competition isn't as high or is, or what are those things that this player is doing that would make me as a scout for a European club go, he could do this in Europe. Watching him do this, even against Cagliari and all, it doesn't matter who it is, just watching someone like Brendan Aronson absolutely shine. Yeah. You may not be able to do that week in, week out when you play for a team like Leeds and you're playing in the Premier League because it's difficult. But I'm like, yo, we're going to get some, we're going to get some highlight clips. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have, we're going to have a compilation at the end of the season. <laughs> you're going to have to pick at least two to three really bad techno songs. <laughs> Shitty EDM. At, but at, at this point, it does feel like uh, kind of what uh, Esteban was saying about, um, I, I think, you know, Jesse Marsh can like, w- with time, can win, uh, win some people over. And look, and the decisions that he has made yes they, are they biased he's bringing in american players that he has also a lot coached, of american players yeah he has also coached it it just feels like i there's a lot of pressure on the united states of america on this man because the the the, the perception of americans in premier league football is going to be uh, uh helped or hurt from by- manager down to player from, but, but it's and the, isn't Chris Armis now a part of his uh, coaching staff? I don't know. Yeah, I think Chris Armis confirmed. Uh, I know he's not with Manchester United anymore. Um, I still can't believe Chris Armis was with. But I can see him being with uh, with Leeds. I guess they worked together before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know Chris Armis. Um, okay, uh, it doesn't seem like he is. Uh, well, there's no way to tell. No, <laughs> look to join hasn't yet. But Chris, report, Chris Armas to join Leeds United oh, managerial staff. Look at that. Look at that. Get the cones out, my G. <laughs> That's right. A, a Puerto Rican in Leeds. Can we just put a GoPro on him when he goes to the <laughs> store? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, look, it, I think they're going to have a, 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 good, um, a good year. If, if, these, if this preseason is, uh, you oh, know. Oh, Armas declined to join. What, what you doing that's better? Oh, that's interesting. Wow, you got beef. Maybe he wants a, a head coaching job. <laughs> What's so funny about that? Probably back in MLS. Co- well, he failed May- that in MLS twice. I wouldn't say. Didn't he fired. win a supporter shield? He, f- he got fired twice. 
he, how do you get fired twice? He got fired in in, in oh that's Red right Bull. in Toronto in Toronto in, in Toronto. Toronto that's right that's right yeah I mean but I, look there was some success he the, I believe he won a supporter shield I could be wrong yeah maybe it could have been Marsh that won that year but I, I please correct me if I'm wrong anyway um okay <laughs> Jamal said hey guys Leeds are getting relegated. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, Jamal. Jamal. It's just a slap of reality. <laughs> Bruh, what is that? Did, did Pep get it from you? Um, th- I, I saw this from uh, also, uh, let's, let's go to uh, Fabrizio Romano's uh, Twitter. And we see Aaron Ramsey. The, the, the rumor was that he was going to go to Charlotte FC. He had a, yeah. he had a real offer on apparently the table. Apparently good money, too. And uh, Nope, but he's apparently recent agreement with Nice, OGC Nice. Uh, it would have been great to see him in MLS. <sighs> would have been so nice to see him in this league. <laughs> there it is, <laughs> folks. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Easy cooligans, buddy. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so, it, yeah, it's so an interesting move for Aaron Ramsey. I know, especially he's... Uh, it's he's, disappointing because I think he would have been balling in MLS. I think so, too. But I, it's a good opportunity to see him with a team that actually wants to play him. And Charlotte's a good team. Charlotte's a good team. And uh, Christian Fuchs is already there. Right, right, right. Uh, you know? So Hot, though. Hot. For a couple, couple more weeks. Yeah. I mean... I just uh, I just played in my Sunday league game, ninety degree heat, no subs, and down a man. Mm. Two two, and I scored a goal, bro. That's what we do, bro. Bro, I mean it was. I'm I'm proud of myself. I'm proud. I had nothing I, to do with I it. I hate all proud. my teammates who didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but it was uh, a real test of character, strength. You know, you have to have that the psychological, your mental gotta be straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. For you, you to, to be able to, to you got to come in with your mind right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm here. I'm here to teach some of these footballers, <laughs> young bloods, <laughs> how to do it. All, all right. right. <laughs> you got to get your mental straight. <laughs> <laughs> Your mental got to be scraped. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what else did... Oh, yeah. I wanted to uh, play this uh, clip real quick for just maybe a couple a couple seconds. This is... Are we allowed to? Yes. This is just a regular TikTok. This is just a, okay. a, like an informational uh, video. And this is how our uh, YouTube gets taken down. This is... Now, there's nothing to get taken down. This is from FIFA. So, um, so this was... Uh, so this is the, the, new, the introduction to, of the new um, uh, automated uh, offside technology. Offside technology. So, so let me just play... Which, by the way, we, we may have joked around a little bit when people were like, we're going to come up with our own goal online technology. And it has worked. It kind of, yeah. I mean, without that, it's like at the very the least, goal, right? the goal line technology. What yeah. do you, what, you, when you said uh, what, when we've come up, what are you talking about? When they said we're going to come up with our own goal line technology, because wasn't oh, right, there like right, right. a goal line technology that was like really advanced? And then Premier League or FIFA were like, we're going to come up with our own. And we're like, you ain't got it like that, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't even think you updated your iPhone. (laughs) I think think some of y'all still on flip phone, bro. (laughs) Seb Blatter don't look like he knows he does this thing (laughs) with his iPhone, bro. Goal line technology, yeah, has worked out. At the very least, we're like, all right, if the dude's Apple Watch buzzes, it's a goal. You know what I mean? Right, right. We've at least accepted it. My man, his Fitbit is going off. (laughs) His whoop band or whatever these people are using these days. but, but this, is, this is a little bit different. So, so this is so now you know obviously in Premier League uh, especially uh, and and the leagues where they use the offside lines mm-hmm. and they try to match it up. Also, oh, your recommended videos are wild, bro. What is this what show? What you watching? Oh, uh, th- uh, this is one of those um, pimple popping. But I'm not logged in. 
This is not recommended. Oh, this anything. is just this random. Is just the random stuff. Uh, I wish I could put it full screen, but I can't. Anyway, uh, ignore the pimple popping. <laughs> but the the uh, the offside line has been the thing where it, it upsets a lot of people because it's like it, it's it, it doesn't really make sense. It's right. like it, it's it's almost too accurate and kind of feels like it ruins the game. Yes. And now they are introducing a new offside system that includes uh, cameras to to track data points on the limbs of the actual players. This is great. And to to track the, there's a sensor inside the ball. So here uh, I mean you can see let's play maybe 30 seconds of this. I'm going to say this is too much it, before <laughs> I watch this. So let's take a look, yeah. A support tool for video match officials to help them make faster and more accurate offside decisions by automatically determining the relative position of the key players at the exact moment when the ball is played. Adidas's official match ball for the FIFA World Cup 2022 will play a key role in the detection of tight offside incidents. A sensor in the center of the ball sends inertial data 500 times per second, allowing a more precise detection of the kick point compared to conventional broadcasts and optical tracking, which are limited to 50 frames per second. In addition, 12 dedicated tracking cameras mounted underneath the roof of each stadium track the ball and 29 points on the body of each individual player, 50 times per second, calculating their exact position on the pitch. The 29 points include all limbs and extremities <laughs> that are relevant for offside. This is so much. Allowing the team in the video this operation is, room. This is how the machines take over. <laughs> we can stop it there. You get the idea. I mean, they are now going to be tracking, uh, you know, limb joint points on on every on the player's body, and they're going to be tracking the ball. Uh, you know, it says 500 hertz. So basically, 500 times per second, they're going to be tracking when the ball is struck or the the, the movement of the ball and 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 they can determine if it's if something was offside or not this is one of those things where i'm like do we really need this i'm okay i'm gonna give you a way where this can be used and it will not upset fans okay similar to the goal line technology you make it a light or a buzz if you show the fans that, just like when they show the lines of VAR, everyone's like, get the... You know what I mean? You're showing it's too much data. Yeah. It just seems like... It seems ridiculous. Like, everybody just hates nerds. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't want to see no nerd this shit. An, this is very anti-nerd. Like, what, these nerds shouldn't be involved in our game. Top of the goal. <laughs> on the goal, on the, on the crossbar. You put a little green and red light. Hold on. Chris Matassa said, we know which points on their body they'll be tracking. <laughs> if you want me to cheer for the sport, I need to see from the whole shaft. Can you track the whole shaft? Yeah, the shaft was offside, bro. <laughs> I'm going to go double check and make sure with my bare hands. Uh, <laughs> Slow it down for me. I need to make sure. Maybe even with my mouth. I don't care, bro. The sport needs to be perfect. <laughs> Get these women out of here. <laughs> They're ruining the party, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Did God. anyone get buckets of Crisco? <laughs> uh, anyway, listen. Uh, <laughs> what I was saying is a little light and just turn it on or off so that the fans could just focus on that. Because the moment you start to go into 29 cameras and here's the limbs and, you know, you're tracking 500 every second. It's too much, bro. <laughs> wildly complicated. This and upsets look, people. I'm, I'm 
admittedly a huge nerd. I love all the tech. You're bonds. a data points guy. I'm like, look at. I'm like, look. How many cameras? Okay. <laughs> okay. What's the Are problem? they Ethernet? <laughs> right, you ask a question. We HDMIing each of them. Okay. I'm a fan of all this stuff, but when you bring it into this game, I'm like, bro, this is. I, look. Uh, you know, an intellectual like me, mm. I, I will understand it. But you know, a more the layman, the layman. Okay, <laughs> okay. I just know. And <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you see me ripping paper up in the corner. It's too much. Maybe the rule isn't written correctly. If you need twenty nine cameras and a sensor in the ball, and for everyone's limbs to be measured, maybe the rule isn't written correctly. Right. It seems like I mean, this one hundred percent feels like one of those. Um, you know, like these these corporate, like a startup that's trying to sell you a product you don't need, right, right, but right. convincing because you're not trying to sell the product anymore. Mm-hmm. You're trying to sell the problem, right? Yeah. You're trying to say like you need this because this is now this is really a problem in right, your right, life, right, right. and this will fix it for you. Yeah, and and it's like somebody just, I mean, the sales the salesman who who pitched this and sold this is a genius. There's just someone at the <laughs> at the offside technology office cutting a penny with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is I needed that penny, dude. What are you doing? This is uh yeah, this just seems like a a bit much. I mean, just just take a look at it. If it looks offside, it's offside. I mean, why do we need this? This is probably gonna cost millions of dollars to install across all these stadiums. Oh no, and it, it already has been. Oh well, yeah, I'm just saying that's it just seems like uh uh in in the things that people complain about in the game, nobody's complaining about getting the offsides call pinpoint correctly. I don't think nobody's really complaining no, about No, I that. think the team that it goes against is complaining. When it's obvious, yes. But if it's a if it's a toe, but the way the rules written is it can't just be like a well, it looked offside. It has to be is it or is it not? Right. I mean, I, yeah, the way the rule is written now. Wouldn't it have been easier if we just did what Arsene Wenger wanted and it was if, if any part is onside, you're onside? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's an option. I don't but know. But then we'd be like, oh, his toe is just all, you know what I mean? But yeah, th- this feels, uh, <laughs> the old boy said, the salesman more like the bribesman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Snake oil? Oh, no, I was supposed to wipe that up. It's, a, it's, a, it's an offside technology. <laughs> My pen only has snake oil in it or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yanni Mars said, and CONCACAF won't have VAR anymore. VAR is too expensive, bro. <laughs> Gas went up. It's a supply chain issue. Uh, Jamal said, it is actually not bad. Too much money involved to not have perfect calls. I don't know. The, about the that. point is, if the if the perfect is such a impossible standard. If the rule is creating you to need this type of technology, my question is, should we not look at the rule first? I agree. You know what I mean. And then, does this really make the game more entertaining or more fun? I mean, even when when we went to uh, you know Goodison Park, and, right. and Richarlison scores. Two goals gave me hope. The the I, I believe it was the second goal that was taken away was, I mean it, it was bare. I mean it was so slightly of a nothing offside that it just it, it feels ridiculous at that point. But I understand. Was he technically offside? Of course he was. But when it's by such minor. Minuscule See, and this margins. is where I'm going to say I'm glad VAR was there. <laughs> it just it feels a little <laughs> ridiculous. So it, it just seems like what we have is already uh, f- like accurate enough, right? And I don't think introducing this is going to make the calls that much more accurate. 
Uh, Jamie Boyce said, it may cost millions to install, but incorrect calls in football cost football clubs far more. It, it's an extra $2.7 million for every position you finish higher up on the table. That's not millions more. if it costs you millions only one of those teams that goes up gets that bump you get what i'm saying right right. so i don't necessarily agree with you also that money probably could be used to sign better players i do do get that but i I would say i get the i get the theory more importantly it's it's the the quality uh and entertainment value of the game is to me should you that's where we should what we should prioritize rather than getting every call perfect because every call is not perfect right i think we can do both no i I don't think we can do both because you have to give up something right a referee uh, the referee calls a game in from their own perspective right and every foul is not it's like balls and strikes sometimes you got to catch the umpire's vibe so there's going to be calls where a, a referee doesn't give advantage and they should and or maybe he'll give you one back. So you can make that com- that that argument about you know the the the, the two two point seven million every you know it, it's too important. I get that, but there's other factors in the game that affect its entertainment value. If a referee is calling a foul and blowing the whistle every single time there's any contact, that affects the the not only will that affect the result of the game, but that affects the quality. If that and was the, the case, then no one would, no one watch the NBA. Uh, I mean, but that, that's a complaint people make. And but I, I NBA is wildly popular. It is wildly popular, but I, I, I personally watch it way less than I do soccer for that reason because there's so much stoppage. I mean, it's not, not, not a knock on the game. I enjoy the game. Okay, so you hate basketball. I, hate- <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I mean, just say that, bro. But, but I, I, I just think that uh, um, if the stand, if, if trying to meet the standard of getting getting every call perfect, I think that takes away from the enjoyment of the game. See, and I disagree. I think it's it, it's advantageous for the league to want to make sure that the calls are correct so you're not giving an advantage to one team over the other and you're not having to be like, oh, I apologize, we got that call wrong, you should have scored a goal, and that team now suffers to that point. Right. But at the same time, you can overload a fan base that is used to a sport that has no stoppages or no real natural stoppages in it. Uh, so I think put a little light somewhere in the stadium as opposed to this 30-minute... If you're getting 500 signals a second from the ball, you'll know immediately if it was offside or not. As soon as the goal scored, everyone's eyes turn to a light. Green <laughs> means you good. Red means nah. Wham, wham. Right? Just like all the Fortnite and all the games you're playing these days. Uh, P. Martin said... It's, it's simple. I mean, it's, it's simple. You're going to get less... Fans going nuts, and then they're going to go home, and then they're going to view the the highlight, and they're going to see the stupid digitized technology. And by that point, you've already calmed down. <laughs> but when you do the VAR and you're showing the the someone, you know, manually moving the lines to where they think the shirt stopped, right? You know, pixelated shot. It's crazy. The Jamal said the tech is actually good because you couldn't actually tell when the ball was played from a freeze frame. This tech removes uh, that mistake, which I agree with, and. The nerd in me loves that part of it because because there's so much data being delivered. Right. Instead of just 
basing it on what the camera and is it's catching. still on a guy on a on a, on a person's judgment call, yeah, regardless the of the technology. Decision, the yeah. final decision, yes, it's ridiculous. Uh, but the but that is accurate. So the because there's so much more information being delivered, and not just you know what the camera can catch. Cameras have frames, and they're not absolutely constant unless they're like it's like five thousand frames per second. Which right. why would you capture a game in that? Right. You don't get there's no hard drive. Yeah. Here's your seven hundred terabyte. <laughs> First half, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that part of it is uh, is good. The technology is uh, going to be useful uh, to that degree, but I mean, do do we need it? That that that's the overall question. That's where Alexis and I differ. Okay, and and definitely a lot of people in the chat as well. Um, uh, Michael Raymond said, "I don't say this enough, but Alexis has a very good point." Whoa. <laughs> also, Gamer Sav said, "I agree. I think it's true. Stopping the game would piss off fans." Look at this. Wow. <laughs> that deserves a... <laughs> Two haters in the chat now loving me, bro. There we go. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, what else uh, did I have on the agenda? Nothing else. I think that's it. <laughs> Doughboy said Dropbox the offside. <laughs> Yo, could you like Amazon? <laughs> could you Google Drive me? Hey, airdrop it or something. <laughs> Dude, it's too much. too heavy. <laughs> um, anything else before we go? Didn't um, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo play finally his first uh, preseason did game? Did he? Yes. Wow. Yeah, and, and he's pe- back with the he's back with the camp. People were uh making fun of the Manchester United uh Twitter account because they 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 tweeted out a clip of a shot that he missed. He skied it over the bar and it basically said Cristiano uh gets his first chance of the game or something and it's just a a brutal miss. Right. And, and so people think that the Manchester United admin or you know, at Manchester United are posting negative things about or to make him look agitating, to, look, to make him look bad. I could see that. I could. I could. I, I like. The, I like I mean, those. He, I like petty. Vibes, he he didn't show up to work. Yeah, bro. And didn't. Uh, we don't know the reason why. I know he, they said a family issue, but we don't all believe all of that. Right. You know right, what right. I mean. And I hope that's not the case. But um, which McCall it. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think he stays with Manchester United this year? I, no one else wants him. I, I don't see. I think there's too much drama around him, and then too much I, wages too. The wages, and then after seeing the season that uh, Manchester United had, even though you know he'll probably bring you a bunch of goals, but I think he's not a, a he's not going to make the team better. That's really he's going to score goals, which everyone appreciates. But there's there's ten other players on the pitch. And then, and there's a bench, and and you need to have a, either a good locker room, you need to have a, a, a good morale, and it doesn't seem like that's what he provides. Which Arsenal has right now. I'm really loving uh, the way they're uh, the way they're. And they win like unified. six nil to somebody. Oh yeah, they, we just beat Sevilla. Right, right, right. Did you see the clip of um, of Unai Emery signing autographs? I didn't. And someone was like, good evening. Do it, dude. Do it. Good evening. And another guy was like, you'll leave him alone. I actually think you had a great, great, uh, I think you had a great, um, you know, great time as an Arsenal manager. I think you did great. And the guy kept going, good evening. Say it. Say it, dude. Let's hear your accent. Good evening. And he just goes <laughs> to the guy's camera. That's amazing. <laughs> Let's yeah. go, Niamhry. He's not a clown. Yeah, I mean, he's just a guy that doesn't speak English as his first language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was like, ask your mother about my dick. <laughs> he didn't say that, but it's essentially what he said. He said it in fluent English. Yeah, he said that shit in Espanol, bro. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up real quick, um, uh, Idrissa Gay um, uh, for Pizza Romano. Uh, this is what everyone's worried about. Uh, Everton transfer watch. No, no. I, I, I talk about this because we talked about Idrissa Gay recently because he, 
he is a player that he's the 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 Jaylene uh, mm-hmm. Daniels yeah. of of PSG right. where he uh, he didn't he didn't want to wear he refuses to wear the uh, gay pride numbers yeah the the rainbow right uh, any rainbow anything uh, during games and um uh, so Everton is uh, so ironic him. with the name gay it's just it's so just, ironic <laughs> um, but we talked about him a, a couple months ago. And I don't know. Uh, so, th- what I've heard from because um, he I, he's obviously not made any particular statement. No, but um, he just has he, injuries during. What country is matches. he from? I believe Senegal. I think it's Senegal. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong. But basically, um, he. Yeah, so what I've heard nope. is. That, Yep, Senegalese. He uh, that is, apparently is it's illegal to to be gay. Or it is in in Senegal. So that is that's the reason why he doesn't wear wear these. Which I sure whatever what if that's an excuse. Um, but I, I wonder, given especially how um, you know uh, Everton is obviously a very welcoming team. They're very inclusive, right? Uh, they're very open about that. A lot of Premier League clubs are, and he played I, and there he before. Played, he played there before, right? And and I wonder if this is going to become an issue again. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's if it's going to. I be hope that. it gets addressed, and I hope it gets I have fixed. Might be the 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 worst word to use there, mm-hmm. but I hope uh, you know. I just think uh, more more than anything. I just think if if this is, I just want to know the truth, right? I I I hate the like, oh, I'm not going to play this game because there's a rainbow. Like, right. just be like, just. Say where you stand. Yeah, dude, I'm a hateful person. So, <laughs> Just what am if, I... you, if you are, but I mean, you 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 leave it up to us to assume that you are. This is the issue we've been talking about from the beginning. <laughs> Whenever these issues arise, whether it's somebody being uh, a bad dude or or having you know thoughts that don't uh, you know uh, don't really fit in today's society, yeah. things like that. When you don't say it. You leave it up to us to, to decide, and guess what? Wanna... It feels like it gets worse <laughs> when you do that, dude. I don't want to be talking about it. Just to no. let me know where you stand. You know, at least like Jaylene Daniels is like she she's uh, straight up, you know, religious this, religious that, and and wow, Jamal said fifty years imprisonment. Yeah. So wow. look, if it maybe he's like, yo, I'm afraid of going back to my country and any, and getting into some trouble. Say that. Then say that. I mean, like, I, you don't even have to say I am, but just say like, "Hey, that's illegal in my country, and I don't want to put myself and my family at risk." Everyone would understand. Exactly. No one would agree. Some people would want you to maybe be a bit more brave, but I would certainly, but, I, I would I, certainly but, understand. But it, it's definitely, you know, even if he doesn't want to wear, like, it's obviously his choice to do right. that. I, I'm, it's, it's not uh, nobody's saying that he has, doesn't have the right to do that. But it, I think it just the being vague and not being clear about it. I think. It makes it more complicated, I think, for for a fan base. Did Everton uh, drop a third kit yet? They did they? I don't think though. I don't think so. I drop that, it. drop that rainbow sash, <laughs> Everton. Um, Let's see what happens. Okay, um, uh, Gamer Stuff said it really is barbaric. I agree. I agree. It's it is. Uh, uh, and look, I, you know, I want to respect religion, but I I think your religion should. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I look. I don't believe in anything, but I think your religion should also respect others. So, you know, yeah, whatever. Okay. I mean, uh, that's all. I'll leave it at. All right. Uh, I th- do we end there? I think we we are good to go. Oh, um, w- tomorrow, uh, exciting stuff. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing the show from a different location than usual. We're gonna be. Ooh, we are going to be at the NYCFC uh, training ground. Uh, are we gonna be- 
doing the show live. So tune in tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, there might be, you know, some surprises. There might be some folks who hop on. Uh, maybe we'll get on, you know, take some free kicks uh, with uh, against Sean Johnson. <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> so, uh, so it'll be really, really fun. So uh, tune in tomorrow because um, uh, it's going to be a, a really exciting show. Uh, anything else before we go? Uh, no. Thank you for everyone who's uh, hit the subscribe button. Thank you for everyone who hit the like button so far. If you haven't yet, hit that like button right now. Uh, thank you to all the new members of Gully Squad. You guys are absolutely incredible. If you want to join the Patreon, uh, go to shoutstous.com or you can just simply go to soccercooligans.com slash uh, uh, squad or you can go to patreon.com slash soccer cooligans there we go so many different places right. uh, and, oh and another reminder uh, mls all-star is next week uh we will be there in minnesota if anybody's gonna be there please say hello we'll be around um we're also doing a stand-up show we're doing a stand-up show uh-huh. at, at the black heart uh very if, limited space right right so uh you can get tickets um you, if you go to the uh Blackheart's website, you can see, uh, and and Blackheart H A R T is uh, is that's the way heart is spelled. Um, but we're gonna be doing a, a stand up show there. Uh, it's gonna be super super fun. Uh, yeah. We get, we, so uh, a little all star stand up, and uh, hopefully you know hopefully maybe we'll do some Q and A or something. Yeah, you know, uh, Gully Squad got first access to the tickets, so that means there's not that many left. Right. Again, very intimate. We're gonna have a couple of. We're going to try to get a couple surprises, but I think for the most part, just expect us, you know, just know that. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, the black card is they're like family. They're, they're one of the best. Yeah. So that's why we're doing it there. So tickets are there's a couple tickets available. If you're listening to this now and you are in Minnesota or you're going to be in Minnesota uh, for the show, uh, uh, get them immediately. Because uh, I, I honestly, I think there's like less than 10 left or something. Yeah, like there's that. not that many. They're, they're just about done. So, but I know that there is they're not completely sold out. So hurry up if you are listening to this or watching. OK. Uh, and. And, uh, all right, that's it, everybody. Thank you again. Shout out to OSNYC for welcoming us as always. Uh, come through uh, for some gaming, for some drinks, uh, and then maybe dogs running around too. I don't know. Yeah, a couple that. pups, <laughs> the puppies. Uh, so y'all, y'all, the absolute best. Thank you so much uh, for hanging out, everyone in the chat. We will see you tomorrow from uh, NYCFC's training ground. Uh, so come through; it'll be dope. All right, we'll see you, everybody. Love you guys. Yeah.